Hi, Conscious listeners. I am so excited to share with you Karen Thomas. She is my guest on my podcast today, and we are diving into a conversation about overcoming childhood trauma, learning to think different thoughts, and really stepping into our power. Because you see, trauma makes you believe that you are not good, that there's something innately wrong with you. And that is the definition of shame. So Karen speaks to all of you today from her heart. And I really hope that you enjoy this episode. Allison. Hi. I am so happy. I'm so happy to see you twice on my screen. This is really awesome. (laughs) I'm just like, you know what? This is what's called being prepared and winging it all at the same time. Listen, I get it. If there's somebody who knows how to make it happen, it's you, my fiery Aries coach. So can you see the side of me this way or now can you see me? Which way can you see me? That way. This way. Okay, yes. cool. Awesome. All right. So um, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing really great. <laughs> I think we're doing we're doing awesome with all of these technical challenges right now. Yes, I agree with you. 100. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, tell us a little bit about who you are. Okay. Well, my name is Karen Thomas, and for those of you that don't know me, I am an animal communicator, intuitive healer. Um, I still have my nursing license, so in my past lifetime, I was a registered nurse, but that still weaves into what I do today. I'm in the process of um, starting a sanctuary for dogs that have special needs and that are at end of life. And um, yeah, I have a lot going on right now, and I'm super happy to be here and be a part of this. I am so happy that you are here and part of this too. So guys, Karen is uh, an author and Behind the Power. It's being released in September, uh, the Kindle version and the hardback. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is also speaking on our stage at our event, which I'm really super excited for. And you just recently spoke in Florida. I did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I did. Wow. I forgot about all those little credentials there. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. (laughs) All the things that I was super afraid of and I thought were never going to happen in this lifetime are happening. (laughs) No, it's exciting, isn't it? It's been amazing. I mean, this whole year, not even a year since January, it has just been such a whirlwind of growth and experience. And I never in a million years thought I would be sitting here today talking about these things um, a year ago. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I knew that you were going to be sitting here yeah, <laughs> talking about these because I know how amazing and powerful you are, but I know that you had no idea 
that you were going to be sitting here. Exactly. Karen, what do you, what do you think has been the biggest change with you this year? Oh, I think that I am really, well, it's definitely my attitude about everything in general. And because I have been working so hard on mindset, thanks to you, I have really been learning how to go with the flow of life. And that has been, that has been so important, especially the past six months. <laughs> um, yeah. I was always very structured and rigid in my thinking, and it had to be one way. And if it didn't work out this particular way, then I just got all out of sorts. Um, I was usually addicted to an outcome, really set on it has to be this certain outcome. And I find that after doing all of this mindset work, I'm able to, just with the shift in my focus and my thoughts, I can open pathways that can actually pan out in several different directions and neither or none of them are incorrect. So if it doesn't work in this way, then I just flow my focus over this direction. And so I'm finding I'm just a lot. It's, you know, it's actually simplifying my life. So even though I have a lot going on right now, I think just my mindset of being open to different avenues just makes it feel a whole lot less stressful. Yeah, I think I think it's really cool what you're saying because so many times we get an outcome fixed in our head and then if it doesn't turn out that way, then we just automatically label it a failure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, so, I just had that experience recently. I was looking for a piece of land um, for my sanctuary and I spent a really long time studying it and learning about it negotiating it and it fell through and the old Karen would have just been like that's it my life is over I'm a failure it's never going to happen <laughs> but really with this shift in myself with my own introspection I thought okay well there was a reason for that and I can still take you know, pursue my, my passions and my dreams in this direction, because no matter where I look, no matter where I find myself, there are always going to be animals to help always. Yeah. So yeah. really it can happen anywhere. So it's just a matter of shifting my focus into a, a different area and um, making it, making it happen a different place. Yeah. So you're going to be staying in Florida. That's what I'm thinking right now. Yeah, I can't, I'm not going to divulge too much of the details of my plan yet because I still have a few details that I have to work out to make sure I can move ahead, but it's already, um, it's already planned in my brain. I have a vision of where I'm going to set this up. And yeah, I already started the process of moving forward with it. With a big smile on your face. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> Here's the thing. I know, I know that this is so meant for me to be doing right now that it's just going to happen, <laughs> right? It's like, exactly. build it. yeah, build it and it'll show up. It's that, it's that type of thing. It's just, I, as soon as I put it together, they will show up. I mean, I feel energetically all of these animals knocking at my door, like, come on, let's do this. So, <laughs> and they're everywhere. Well, you know, I always say rejection is God's protection and redirection. 
Totally. Yeah. You told then, me that. Yeah. You told me that last year and that has been my motto actually. <laughs> yeah. Because when we look at it that way, it spins it all so positively. It does. And it's really hard to stay upset when it's like, oh, wait, God's protecting me and redirecting me. So obviously there's a whole lot of information about this thing that I'm holding on so tight to and I want it to work out so bad. And it's like, you know, God's got the big bird's eye view. And so he sees you six months from now, a year from now, the other plan that you were trying to put together. And it's like, Karen is not going to be happy. Karen is going to be overwhelmed and stressed out and crying every day and regretting and all this stuff like let's just pivot her this way you know because you didn't give up your dream you didn't give up your goal um you haven't lost anything you didn't lose a thing a little bit of time but but even then you learned so much you know in that process that you wouldn't have learned absolutely I learned a lot about running a specific kind of business. I learned a lot about how to set up things, what certain areas would look like, certain dog areas, um, what things to do and what things I maybe wouldn't do. So I got a lot of insight. I mean, it was an amazing experience, actually. It was actually an amazing experience to just go through that whole process and to not get upset on the other side, to know that I'm being pivoted. And, and it's so true because, you know, did you ever think, well, did you ever look back at certain situations? I mean, I do this all the time and our hindsight is always 2020. Yeah. Always. It's like, well, yes. so that's the part that we don't have yet, but in the rejection is God's protection. That's what that's all about for me. So, yeah, I feel like this is, um, this is all hap- this is all divinely guided. I really truly feel that. So I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I'm excited for you. I really thank am. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. What do you think um, writing the chapter, just that part of, of this whole process that we've already been through this year, but just that part, what do you think that's done for you? Wow. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's the part that I think has changed where I changed the most, just getting my story out on paper. I mean, you knew what I was like months and months ago. I'm like, Allison, I can't share my story. What are people going to think of me? <laughs> and I was, I mean, I was really ashamed. I was in that little box of shame and guilt and I had a lot of fear like me and what if I got judged and all of that and um, I think in the writing pro no I know that in the writing process there was so much healing that happened and I was able to forgive myself and others that I had been holding on resentments that I, I wasn't even aware of or hadn't thought about in years so I was able to do a lot of forgiving and that was amazing. And um, yeah, that really shifted a lot of things for me and the relationships in my life. So I am so grateful for that. And really, nobody has read it yet. I mean, a handful of people have read it, but just in the writing it, it was healing and the book hasn't even been released. 
I know that's the coolest part about it all. I think it, it is. And to be, be able to um, bear your soul to our little group and sharing each other's stories and to get nothing but love and acceptance and respect in return is like, wow. So mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's mind blowing. And it's like, um, you know, you talk about family of chance versus family of choice. And I feel like, wow, these are all my, you know, these are my sisters of choice. And I just feel so much love all the time. And it's amazing. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. Well, we do. We love and adore you. Thank you. And yeah, likewise. Really do. Thank <laughs> you. So you wrote about something that <laughs> you told me. Um, you're so funny. Um, I'll write it for you, Allison, but I'm not sharing this with the world. I did say that, didn't I? Yeah, and what, <laughs> shift, what shifted? Well, so I guess I started practicing. I said, okay, I will practice by by telling my deepest and darkest secrets to, to one of my close friends. And, and I'll just see, I'll just see if I lose her as a friend. And it was funny because um, I'll never forget the day. And, and I was just like, hey, this is, you know, we're writing this chapter and I'm really gonna dive into my childhood and all of this. And, and this is what I'm gonna divulge. And she's like, yeah, yeah, and the rest. <laughs> like it wasn't even, I mean, not that it wasn't a big deal, but there was no, it was just, and I love you anyway, and thank you for sharing. And you know how many people struggle with that. So um, it just made me feel really good to know that I wasn't alone. And I think even telling that one person who I knew already loved me and respected me, it just gave me that confidence and the shame started to get smaller and smaller. I mean, shame was just you know, it was like a cloak over me, over my head, zipped down the front. It was, but just telling one person, it started to, you know, it unzipped. And then I told somebody else and then it came off my head and it just kept, the, the cloak kind of kept lowering until it was so far down by my feet that I thought, well, I seem to be accepted <laughs> and nobody's judging yeah. me. So, Yeah it's liberating it is liberating and you know that's the thing shame shame hates voices you know but does not want us giving a voice to to what's going on because once we do that then it doesn't have that like hold on us anymore and exactly. i just the the change in you has been i mean you've always been amazing but the change in you has been it's been insane. It's been uh -huh. incredible to just watch you really stand fully in your power now. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, with the sharing as well, um, I'm so surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm grateful how many other people, friends of mine that have disclosed, well, I struggle with that too, but I never wanted to talk about it. So it really helps 
again, to empower other women and men to know that they're not alone. You know, right. and it's, yeah. Which shame also hates yes. uh, because it wants us to believe that we're the only one um, that, you know, we're the only person who's ever had that a thought that's horrible or we're the only person who's ever done something that we're ashamed of, you know, because right. as soon as we share it with someone and they're like, oh, me too. I mean, we saw what happened in the Me Too movement. Exactly. There were, you know, two million women in the streets of New York City with their hand raised saying Me Too. And they, and some of those women uh, on the streets that day were 80 years old, 85 years old, maybe carrying around shame about shame that's not even theirs, you know, for all of the years. And finally, it was, it was like, oh my gosh, you're going to speak. So now I can speak. And then oh my gosh, the two of you are going to speak. So now I can say something too. And then all of a sudden it's like, you've linked arms with all of these other powerful people. And it's like, wow, we weren't broken the whole time. You know? Exactly. I know. I hit, you know, it amazes me because I will, my mom's 89. And so I will ask her about certain things in her childhood. And, um, She'll just say, well, we never talked about it. We just don't talk about it. We never talked about it. Like, how did you deal with the death of your sister? Well, we just didn't talk about it. So I just imagine, wow, if we're carrying all the generations before us of shame and it was never talked about, that's heavy. Right. It is heavy. That's really heavy. It is. So, yeah. And I feel like in a lot of ways, even though I don't have children, I have, um, nieces and nephews and great nieces and nephews. And um, I feel like I'm just, I'm breaking a cycle. I'm uh, breaking a generational cycle, which feels really good. So yeah, I hope that, um, I hope I can be a model for, for the younger generation to not be afraid, you know, to just, if you're struggling, ask for help. Exactly. You know, you're not alone. Because right. it's, it's, it's a really tough world right now to live in at any age. So um, it really helps to know that there's support, that we support each other. Right, and that we can struggle and thrive at the same time. Yes, we can struggle and be evolving at the same time. <laughs> I learned that. <laughs> yes, which is, which is also so freeing. It doesn't have to be perfect. Healing is not ever perfect. No, nothing's right. perfect. No, it's not. It's not. That was one of the other things that I, I learned, you know, I struggled with perfection my whole life and I, I'm learning to let that go and rec just recognize it that, okay, this doesn't have to be perfect. And if I don't like this, I can change it. You know, it's, it's not a linear journey. There's a lot of twists and turns and, um, and, and the fun part about, and I actually think, I think this is kind of fun that, um, I like changing my mind now. I didn't used to like oh changing my, my mind. Who is this woman? Right? <laughs> it's actually kind of fun saying, I changed my mind. What did you do with Karen? <laughs> right? Right? Because the old Karen would be like, nope, no. one way. You cannot That's change right. your mind and you have to have that same view. So it's like open these little windows in my mind that I didn't even know that I had. And it's actually really fun because... I can see the view from over there and I can see the view from over there. And it's like, well, yeah, maybe I like this better. <laughs> so it's, well, it's and I, I think too, is that, you know, 
when it has to be right, then you just stay in indecision. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. paralyzing and scary. It is. Yeah. Yeah, being indecision. Yeah. I have a family member who is lives in in indecision and it's really it's paralyzing to me. <laughs> so I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't want to be in that situation. So it is. It's it's very um it's liberating to know that I can go in multiple different directions and still be successful and still pursue my dreams and um, and know that I will be supported by the universe. That's a wonderful knowing. And yeah, to be guided. Yeah, yeah, and to be guided. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that and that guidance, you know, that even the guidance isn't always perfect because we have our own filters. You know, I find it myself like I feel like sometimes God gives me like very clear <laughs> directives and I'm like, but what about the rose bush? What about the this? Or the, you know, it's like we have our own like filters that we put in and which is free will, you know? Um, and then that's why I'm so glad that, you know, patience is wow. a gift that's given to us by the other side. I think I would be in big trouble. Yeah, I, I struggle with impatience too. That's another big one. And um, I've learned, yeah, I've learned to be patient because <laughs> I want to see results, you know, immediately. I want these immediate, oh. I have a goal. I want to have it done within the next 24 hours and it's not, it's not realistic. <laughs> yeah, immediate gratification, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, so it's funny because um, probably about six or eight months ago, when we were doing some mindset exercises, I was just practicing with some things. And I used to say, I used to think I could never run a marathon. And that was my mindset. And I thought, oh, let me just practice with this one. So over a couple of weeks, like I was working with that and I actually changed my mindset and I'm like, oh, I can run a marathon. I absolutely can run a marathon. I just don't want to like, that's a whole different thing, <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's really, it's, it's amazing how that works. You right, know, it's, if you, if you can't, there, you have no power. Right. But once I changed, once I shifted my thoughts and I really looked at it, I'm like, no, I can, I absolutely could do it. Just not interested. <laughs> right. It's a whole, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, it is. Well, it's personal power. It is personal power. Yeah. yeah. And, and the other thing too, that really um, helped the visualization, it's kind of like, you know, say climbing Mount Everest. Well, wow, that looks really daunting, but what if you're given a year to do it and you have a support crew that's with you and can take you through it nice and slow and provide everything you need to stay alive you know, survive and thrive and be comfortable and eventually you'll get to the top. And that's, that's pretty much how this journey feels. Like it's not so daunting anymore to reach your goals. Yeah, right. And like you say, when you fall back, if we feel like we fall back a little bit, you're not falling back to the bottom of the mountain. You might just be taking a few tumbles backward, but you're still a lot further along than you were when you first started yeah because every time we reach a major 
milestone in our personal growth. We build a platform. Mm-hmm. And then we climb a little bit more and we build a platform. We climb a little bit more and we build a platform. So when we fall, we're going to land on the last platform that we built. Um, and then if we are just really stubborn, uh, then we might go backwards and land on maybe the platform that's right below that one. But we really won't go back like all the way down to the bottom unless we're just real, like unless something really drastic happens. Most people will land on the last platform that they've built and then they'll catch their breath and look around and be like, okay, well, I know I don't want to go all the way back down. So what tools got me to here? What tools got me to where, where I was before I fell? And then capitalizing on that. Exactly. Exactly. And I think people, when, especially when we first start working with you, they, um, I was the same way, don't understand that concept right away. And it's kind of like, oh, I'm never going to get this. You know, I'm just going to keep falling backwards to where I started. But once that, you know, concept of the plateaus, you can wrap your head around it. It's amazing. You know, it's, it's just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, and, and I think it's amazing to so many people because they realize that it's true. Yes. And it's not, you know, it's not BS that's being fed to be like, oh, come to this work and then, you know, you'll never have to experience pain again. That's not true. Mm. I mean, (laughs) you experience pain even when you're healing and growing and expanding. People that spiritually bypass and never experience pain, I'm like, yeah, I see that. Um, Mm. But, you know, it doesn't mean that the that the path is perfect. I mean, it was, even though you're excited now, you were disappointed. You were disappointed that some of the things sure. fell through. Of course, yeah. But your springboard is faster. It sure you know? is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it sure is. I, I do. I felt like I um, recovered quickly. It wasn't forced. It was just like, okay, let's let's explore a different avenue. It's kind of like when you're, an ex- when, you, when you're on vacation and you're exploring a new place and there's all these different roads to go down and you just want to take one at a time and see what, that's kind of how it feels. So, yeah. 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 So I'm actually enjoying the exploration process. I'm not being so hard on myself. I'm not giving myself hard end dates. Um, Obviously, I think the whole world has learned to be flexible over the past year. And, (laughs) (laughs) you know, we just have to go with the flow. A wise um, Lakota medicine woman who I know I worked with years ago, she told me, just don't push the river. Don't push the river. And that those words will always go through my head. And I get it. It's like, if it's not, if I feel like it's something's moving upstream, I, I need to just maybe explore a different, you know, take a shift and explore a different way and be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. So flexibility and willing, willingness to go with the flow have been huge for me. Huge. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. And thanks to you and to all of the work, (laughs) the work that you have us do. Yeah. 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 It's It's a partnership. 
Perfect. No, it really is. It really yeah. is. And I appreciate you. You always lovingly push us. It's not like it's, you know, <laughs> you're not cracking a whip. It's always lovingly. <laughs> and I do appreciate it. And some of the exercises are like, oh, but then at the end, it always feels so much better. It's like, yep, that was worth it. I needed that. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, if I do it with a whip and you're already, if you're in shame already, and then I bring a whip out, I mean, that's not going to do anything. <laughs> it's going to make you feel horrible, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. So I was just trying to be like, okay, look where you are. Do you see it? Yes, right. I do. Right. <laughs> do you want to stay there? No, I don't. Okay, let's get you out yeah. of Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think too, um, I think, I don't think I've cried so much over the past year as I, I mean, I've cried more in this healing process than I have in ever possibly. And it's not that I wasn't, well, I was numb. I was just so numb to everything that was going on. And <laughs> with the just processing of everything now and during the healing journey and being able to just verbalize my emotions, that's huge for me, you know? So, so getting triggered and just getting triggered for me is, is almost, I don't want to say it's new, but it kind of is because I spent so many years just being totally numb to everything, just everything. Yeah. I was just numb and nothing phased me. And now when I get triggered, I, Yes, I get upset and yes, I have to work through it, but I also have realized that I'm grateful for that because now I'm actually feeling, I'm actually yeah. feeling something. And, and that didn't occur to me until recently. I'm like, oh, why wow. am I, yeah, I'm like, why am I getting so triggered? And I thought, oh, because I'm actually in my body. I was so good at, I was so, it was so natural for me to disassociate from my body. And I would just leave, you know, and I talked about this a lot before, but I was out of my body a lot. And I guess I didn't realize it until now I'm in my body and I'm, I can, I know what I'm thinking and I know what I'm feeling and I actually feel what I'm feeling. So yeah, it's, it's been interesting. I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful. I love for it. it. I love it. Yeah. Cause our feelings are the, you know, Glad maps out afraid. That's how we know we're alive. Right. That's what that's that prompts us to ask, you know, what am I thinking right now? But if you're not right. feeling anything, it's just like, you know, just right. walking around zombie land. Totally. And whatever relationship I was in, personal relationship I was in, I was taking on that person's thoughts, feelings, ideas, beliefs. I didn't know it until I got out of it. Right. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't even realize it. It was that enmeshed. Of course it was an enmeshed codependent um, lifestyle, uh, but I had no idea that I was in it. Um, right. So yeah. yeah, when, and I look back and I look how far I've come and it's like, wow. I think that's why it feels so good to change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> because I had so many other people's belief systems in my head for so long it's like wait those aren't mine <laughs> and yeah. I got to discover so small right yeah 
Yeah, you, you had us do that exercise a few months ago um, where it was a graph and it was how did you, things that you liked pre-COVID and things that you like post-COVID and dislikes, same way. And I was blown away by that because I'm like a totally different person than I was a year and a half ago in a good yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, been, it's been an amazing journey for me. It's been really eye-opening on so many levels. So if someone is watching this right now and they're feeling numb and like their significant other's thoughts and feelings and all of that are their own and they don't have their like own identity or whatever, what would you what would you say to that person? Hmm. If they would even recognize that that is, because I didn't right. recognize it when I was in it. Um, you know, I, when I, okay, so this is again, hindsight. I guess when I look back, I did, I, a lot of times I would say no when I meant yes and yes when I meant no and pay attention to that because I had a lot of just resonant feelings, things that didn't feel right. I was always doing for others and not taking care of myself. And I was exhausted all the time. And I would just really encourage people, women, men to just really look at themselves. I mean, just write it out in a journal, spend time alone, um, honor your, figure out what you love to do and honor that. You know, just, just whether it's writing or creating art, spending time in nature. I mean, just really take that time to yourself and, and get to know yourself, get to know your likes, your dislikes. And um, just don't be afraid to be you. I think that was my biggest fear. I was so afraid that, I was so afraid that people weren't gonna like me. You know, I tried to just be really low maintenance, maintenance and go along with whatever the other person wanted to do because I was scared to be alone. It was just really codependent and reptilian. Um, and I was actually doing that other person a disservice because they didn't really have a chance to know me 100%. Right. Right. So... Yeah, I think I would, I would just say, you know, really be yourself in a relationship, really, really be yourself. Because if, if that person doesn't like your qualities, then that's not your person. Well, and if you're not being yourself, then they're not loving you anyway. Exactly. They're loving a version of you that's not authentic. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, and then when the rubber meets the road, it's like, it just becomes very nasty very quickly. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So don't be afraid to be authentic. Be authentically you. There you go. I'll summarize it like that. <laughs> yeah, and if you are afraid, then ask why. Right. The of it. Right. Yeah. And see that tool, why, wasn't in my toolbox before I met you. I did not question my thoughts. Yeah, and it changes everything. It does. I didn't question my belief systems. I didn't, yeah, I didn't really question much of anything. I just kind of 
move, you know, plot it along. Well, it is what it is. And let's make the best of it. But once you start asking why, it is a game changer. It is with everything. Like, why do I want to stay in this career? Why do I want to leave this career? Why do I feel so bad every morning when I wake up? You know, why do I not want to go home? Why, you know, why, why am I drinking a bottle of wine every night? Why am I spending too much money? Like it just, if, and, and not just ask it, but answer it. Yes. And the answers may surprise you. Yeah, they might very well surprise you. Yes. Yeah. You've been surprised a few times. Like, what? I know. <laughs> I, I have. I mean, in my first career, I, I was, I was really, it, it was working in a toxic environment and it took me years and years and years to leave. Um, but when I, if I asked myself why I stayed, the answers had to do with, you know, 25 years ago, like it wasn't even present time. It yeah. was like outdated, very outdated thought process that were subconsciously keeping me in a job that I couldn't even tolerate, you know, it was really toxic. <clears throat> so yeah, ask the questions. <laughs> for sure yeah because your life looks completely different now oh it's completely different completely different yes like, yeah I mean you would be unrecognizable to someone who had met you a year ago unrecognizable yeah likely yes yeah, yeah. I mean I'm noticing the changes uh, my family sees the changes my friends see the changes I mean it's all good um it just, it feels, it, it feels so good to be able to just say no when I want to say no, say yes when I want to say yes, and not have to worry about what anybody else thinks. You know, it's none of my business, just stay in my own lane. And um, yeah, that's just been, it's been, it's so freeing to feel that. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So I, I hope we all get to inspire um, people that are going to come out and see us in person and people that are going to be watching us on zoom and who read the book. I'm excited to read the book. I haven't read any everybody's chapters yet. So I'm, I, I can't wait. And, you know, I'll have to tell you, like, even though, you know, I read everybody's individual chapters, um, there is something very powerful about all of the chapters being together and the order in which our publisher put the, the chapters, um, you really don't want to put the book down. I mean, it's really incredible how the flow um, from, from one to the next, but also just the, just the stories. I mean, the, guys, this is a group of women that, I mean, they have been through it. These women have been through it. <laughs> and you, when you like watch the live interviews now um, and, and just to follow the journey of, you know, what all of you have come out of um, and how you're showing up today, it's really, it's incredible, it's remarkable. And I'm honored um, to have been the one you know, to help you guys this far and to be hosting all of you. And it's just, it's amazing. 
And likewise, I'm honored too to have you and everybody in this whole group. And it's it's funny because we are all we're all in awe of each other. You know, like we've all been through it. We look at each other and we're like, oh, you're so inspiring. And they're like, well, I think that about you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we have this, um, it's just this great support. You know, it's, we just have such great energy and it's loving, it's welcoming, it's supportive, it's inspiring. Yeah, it's, it's just going to be a whole lot of fun. It is. Can't wait to share that with everybody. So Um, so thank you, Karen. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Is there any last thing that you want to ask of people or share with anybody? Um, I don't think so. I will be talking about Peyton's Promise Sanctuary at the event. Um, I have the website live for that. I just, like I said, I'm working on a location, um, waiting for my 501c3 status to be um, finalized by the government, but it's, it's in the works. I submitted everything about four months ago. They're just way behind. So that is still happening. And I don't know where we're, I'm going to be within eight weeks, but it's going to be a surprise. It'll be a surprise to all of us. Yeah, it'll be a surprise. <laughs> but the website is up and running if you want to check it out. Um, you can kind of see the story behind it. It's Peyton's Promise Sanctuary.org and .com. I have both of them. Great. So I will put that in the comments. Yes. Um, along, guys, with the tickets to Behind the Power. We are about a third of the way filled uh, virtually, and we are more than halfway filled with in-person seats. That's awesome. Oh, I do. I do want to say, too, um, I've been finding with my clients, um, you know, I do animal communication and intuitive healing, but 95% of the time, the healing is with the human and the animal because it's that interconnected dynamic sharing of energy and they both have to be balanced. And it's interesting how much the mindset work fits in with the work that I do with the human aspect. So it's been really, really helpful to have a certain mindset because our animals are reading our thoughts and our minds all day long. So um, I just, I guess I've been doing it all along, but I, I didn't have a name for it to be called mindset. So anyway, that's super fun. And I'm, I'm still offering that. I do um, sessions over Zoom mostly. And my website for that, which is linked to Peyton's Promise is positivetouch.org. And that's P-A-W-S-I-T-I-V-E, touch.org. Yes, and your website's all I got. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank so people you. just go check it. If you just want to see a fabulous website, you need to go and just check it out. Well, thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. Have an amazing rest of your day. You too. You too. I'm going to go look at the weather. I heard we have two back-to-back storms coming up. So that's next on the agenda. <laughs> that's okay. It's part of living in Florida. It's okay. I accept. <laughs> if I lived there, I think I could deal with the storm. I accept. Too, so. I accept. <laughs> All right. I All love right, you guys. Have a I great day. You. Bye, guys. We love you guys. Bye bye.